You know, if, if we were to go in this direction, it would look a little bit like this. If we were to go in another direction, it would look like this. And that way we can sort of pull pieces apart that, that you know, read more creative or read more expert. Um, and oftentimes those get, get pulled back together, assembled together after, after this process. Welcome to Inside Front Cover the limited series podcast chronicling the design process behind the cover of my new book about starting design museum everywhere. I'm your host, Sam Aquilano. I'm an entrepreneur and a business designer. And that was Paul Rice. He's the co-founder and creative director of Proportion Design. And he was talking a bit about where we are in the design process with some creative directions. We've had a bit of a time hop here. I took a break between the last episode and this episode uh, for a few reasons. Well, Proportion, they took some time off as well. They did some vacations this summer and an offsite. Uh, but the main reason for the time hop is big news from me. Uh, let's see, so after 13 years at the Design Museum, I've moved on. I've moved on from my role as executive and creative director. I've been at the museum for, yeah, 13 years, a full third of my life. And in many ways, the museum is my life. Uh, but my life has changed a lot over the last 13 years. I have three kids now who need more of my time. And honestly, the organization is ready for the change. And that's something I'm really proud of. We have an awesome board of directors, council, community, and staff. They're all incredibly talented and dedicated to this work, and they're ready. They're ready to shape the Design Museum into what's next, what's best for the community. It's going to be great. So I'm excited to remain part of the museum community. It's meant so much to me. Uh, now I'll be at the events as an attendee. I'll be reading the magazine and learning from the great thought leadership that the museum puts out, which is super exciting for me. I got to say, honestly, writing this book about my entrepreneurial journey has helped me with this transition. You know, it feels sort of like a logical cap to an incredible adventure. So the work continues on the book and it continues working with proportion to design the cover. Oh, before we get into the next stage of the design process, one more bit of cool news Inside Front Cover is now a featured podcast on Print Magazine's website. So you can go visit printmag.com to hear the latest episodes and read posts that dive deeper into each week's content. So that's where now I'm going to be posting proportions, presentations, and the visuals and graphics that you're going to hear about in each episode, including the previous four episodes. So be sure to check out printmag.com and you'll see Inside Front Cover in their podcast section. Big thanks to Debbie Millman, Deb Aldrich, and Sarah Fonder for making this happen. I'm super excited. So thank you, Print Magazine. Okay, yes, the work continues. Uh, let's see, in our first four episodes, the Proportion Design team has been really in listen mode, listen and learn mode, and talking and, and taking in a lot of information from me probing why I'm writing this book, who it's for, and what the mission of this work is. But now they're mixing it all together, thinking about it all, and reflecting it back to me in the form of their creative work. 
This week, they're sharing their take on the brand attributes that will define the design of the book cover, and they're getting into some visual inspiration to communicate their take on the creative directions. Let's have Paul come back in and explain where we are in the process in terms of brand attributes. So again, it's it's all this this funnel process. Like you said, we we have all this data, all this information that we've sponged in from the top of the funnel. Um, we sort of drilled down into the audience and then drilling down further into these brand attributes, these sort of pillars that that we are going to own in the marketplace. Um, we we select three attributes that we feel feel like can can really define uh, what our brand is. And then later in the episode, we'll get into creative directions as well. So here, Paul explains that part of the process. Branding is is taking cues from the familiar to define the unknown. So we're we're sort of taking these these cues from what's familiar within the space. Um, be it color palette, uh, uh, graphic forms, ev- everything has uh, connotations and, and connections to it, be it color or, or materials or, um, you know, we associate different things to it, apply our different meanings to, to those, uh, those aspects of, of brands based on culture, based on, based on the brands we see out there. Um, and and it's constantly changing through through the years, and so we're we're trying to sort of use those those cues that that relate to the market we're in, that relate to what um, what our audience values, and and pulling them all together and in, in a unique way. Okay, with that, let's dive into this week's session with Paul and co-founder of Proportion, Blake Goodwin, and. We'll also hear from their colleague, Andrea Sincata. First, they're going to unveil the brand attributes for my book. Here we go. So we've sort of taken all of what we've heard from you and and talked about and are proposing three brand attributes to really be the the three pillars or the three corners of of the triangle here um, for, for this book. We have passion, expertise, and creativity. So what Paul's showing on screen is basically like this triforce of the three words, passion, expertise, and creativity, kind of on the ends of each point of the triangle. And under under each of those, we like to break out into supporting terms. So under passion, enthusiasm, emotion, courage, dedication, Um, expertise, acumen, sincerity, wisdom, and savvy, and creativity, originality, design, dynamic, playful. And you can sort of see how how each of these sort of feed into the other with the Mm -hmm. supporting terms, Mm -hmm. you know, where expertise sort of drills down into savvy, you know, that that can sort of lead into creativity, Mm -hmm. um, as well as passion going into dedication and and, and that speaking towards uh, to expertise as well. Totally. And we, we use these as, as sort of the guiding, um, I guess, gu- guiding foundation from which to then build visuals. Any of these, you know, stand out uh, or 
any supporting terms you feel that that could help help support um, some of these attributes? Yeah, they really I love them. They're right on. I do like the. It seems like they all support each other, but also sort of like balance each other out, right? Because um, you could have like all the passion in the world, but you know, if you don't have that expertise to sort of back it up, expertise and creativity, I guess. Uh, and likewise, you know, you could be an expert, but without the passion to sort of drive you, you know, who knows how far you'll get. Yeah, it's interesting. These these are like the the attributes of a, a successful creative entrepreneur. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, you are the brand, and makes sense. Uh, these are these are your attributes. The word that I keep, you know, we've talked about a lot is clever, um, which it's like, I don't know which one of the three <laughs> to put it under. And I think that's cool, you know, um, because there is an element of passion behind that. And certainly expertise and creativity, like feed into cleverness. The next slide here is pretty interesting. I know we looked at the, the comparables and competition um, and they're their covers when we when we went through all that um we like to do some some segmentation or, or restructuring of that segmentation using these attributes. now paul's showing oh, cool. that triangle sort of zoomed out passion creativity expertise and what they've done is sort of mapped remember those comparable books that we all found They've positioned them on this map, and a lot of them are over on expertise. You know, if, we're, if we're doing our job right, um, we sort of own that that middle triangle there, what mm -hmm. we call the proportion triangle, Love um, it. TM. <laughs> uh, you know, oftentimes you hear, what is that, that one thing you can own? Um, you know, do that to the best of your ability, and, and that's, that's your brand. You, you hear the example of, of Volvo and safety right. um, in that discussion. We we like to say, you know, what are what are these three attributes? What are these three pillars um, that we can we can own that center triangle there? Um, mm -hmm. You know, these these three notes sort of strike that chord in the middle, um, and that's where we live in that sort of undefined middle. The, the our brand and the book, um, that is the word for that, you know, undefined area in the middle, yeah. the, that, that nexus of these, these three words. And, you know, if, if we're doing it right, we, we own that triangle. Um, and these other, these other brands, these other books don't, don't touch there. Mm -hmm. You know, some you can see are, are getting close, um, <clears throat> where don't buy this book. You know, there's there's the, the creativity aspect. Um, it, it feels passionate in its boldness and, and um, brightness. It doesn't come up as as entirely uh, in that expertise realm. Right. And then a lot of them are living in that expertise realm. Oh, yeah. Es especially with the, the name and the visuals, you know, just with with names like design, le design leadership or design a better business, <laughs> um, you know, trying to, or crossing the chasm with the, the graph, mm -hmm. you know, really speaking to that, that, um, 
academic expertise. From brand, we're starting to creep into identity here. And we like to, I guess, cross the chasm. Um, we, we like to uh, dot the I's and, and connect things of all these words that, that we have on the it, exploring the brand. What does that start to mean visually? So we're looking at the, the thematic structure here. So under passion, you know, what, what does that mean from a design sense? And energetic typography and color to express visual excitement, uh, a boldness in upward movement that illustrates enthusiasm and excitement. Um, and a tone, you know, a tone of voice being friendly and conversational, always supportive and energetic, not too assertive. Expertise built upon a foundation of design fundamentals. That's important. Clean lines and grid layouts, easily digestible messaging and clear hierarchy of information. Um, that coming off as strong and to the point, confident and smart without being too pretentious. And creativity, clever use of unexpected visual elements. So there, I guess we have clever. And then that tone would be witty wordplay without being too confusing or smart. Not too nerdy. Yeah, the, the breaks from unexpected patterns, um, you know, that, that can be breaking from market patterns and, and doing something different, but also, you know, breaking from visual patterns, uh, creating something that's, that's unexpected. You know, humans, we, we see a pattern and, and expect the next thing. We're, we're good at picking out patterns. Um, it's part of our lizard brain from, from evolution where, you know, you'd scan, scan the, the planes and if there's a, a break there, you know, it could, could be a, a threat, you know, all, all the vertical grass and then you, you see a, a tiger coming <laughs> at you. Um, that's, that's sort of inherent in our brain and, and that, that allows for, for visual interest and, and sort of getting our brain to, to think for us as we're looking at, at visuals. That ties into under expertise where we have built upon a foundation of design fundamentals because you have to come from a place of understanding before you can, you got to make the grid before you can break the grid, understand and do intentionally. That, yeah, that plays in the story too of like starting with like what a museum is and then disrupting right like you kind of have like you said got to know where you're coming from then we kind of like piece it all back together and maybe that's where like the cleverness um and the breaking of unexpected patterns like you said or unexpected that's, patterns. that's a good word too that you know disruption um which is exactly that a break from from the expected patterns it's a it's a disruption in in the in the cleanliness so from here we try to pull uh you know inspiration or, or cues from the familiar um, that, that can start bringing visual elements um, and, and connecting the dots between between these words and, and some visuals. So this is sort of a broad mood board, um, not zeroing in really in, on any specific thing, but, but uh, 
getting some visuals. Okay, those you'll have to excuse Blake's typing. Shame on you, Blake. Now about. what Paul is sharing on screen so is sort of a collage of uh, images, you know, ads, even some products uh, that the team at Proportion thinks sort of embody uh, these elements of expertise, passion, and creativity. And they're using those to sort of evoke reaction, test some things. I'll be sure to post all of these slides on the blog post on printmag.com. So check those out there. So from here, we've got two creative directions. You want to talk a little bit about how we split up creative directions from that, that inspiration board? Yeah, so, you know, we've got these three attributes, passion, expertise, and creativity. And we've got that, that triangle, that structure that we developed from those, those three attributes. And we like to split up the, the creative directions, the two creative directions within that triangle. You know, every, everything we do moving forward now lives within that triangle um, between creativity, expertise, and passion. So we like to pull um, these creative directions apart where one might live a little bit more in the creativity realm, uh, one might live a little bit more in the passion realm, but they are still within that triangle. So the first one, nurturing the journey. Mm. This one is friendly, thoughtful, welcoming, and warm. And it lives a little bit more in that expertise, passion realm. As you can see, we brought in a little bit of that, that design museum uh, orange in this direction, uh, but complementing it with some What's that sagey green? Um, and I'll definitely be sure to share these slides with the creative directions because they really help the whole thing come to life. That feels welcoming and, and nurturing um, and uh, allows us to to bring people in and, and you know, allow them to, to feel comfortable coming on this, this journey with you. Um, you know, we've, we've talked in the past about the idea of, of entrepreneurship being this, you know, put on a pedestal and, and being this, this thing that, that people feel, you know, some people feel like they, they can't make that leap or, or take this journey. And, and right. you mentioned this book is, is part of, um, you know, making it comfortable for people to, to, to make that leap. And mm -hmm. while this, this direction, has a comfort to it and a welcoming um, nature, a, a warmth to it. Um, it's also pretty sophisticated and, and has that, that idea of, of expertise um, in, its, in its graphic uh, elements. You know, there's, there's black and white photography that, that has a bit more of that um, textbooky, um, you know, print, uh, newspaper print, um, feel to it where newspapers, well, newspapers once were, <laughs> were a place where you would go for expertise. expertise. <laughs> so it, it's, you know, taking cues from that, that idea of, of print, print yeah. media and, and 
um, carrying it forward. And, yeah. and overall, these, these boards are meant to sort of set a visual foundation from which to, to jump off of. Um, we don't try to take, uh, you know, each image shouldn't be, we're going with exactly this. It's, it's meant to, right. to give this, this overall mood where, where all of these are working together to, to provide a, a mood and a, a, a feeling that, that this, that we're, we'll be pushing, pushing forward with either this one or the next. Andrew, you want to go through this one? Oh, okay. Dig up, dive deep. Uh, so this one is explorative, thoughtful, layered, crisp, and we're pushing it more into that sort of creative section of the triangle. Still with a little bit of passion and expertise Absolutely. in there, but Absolutely. you can see how we're pulling these apart. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I would say the biggest thing that stands out here is sort of the tactility and sort of the mm -hmm. unexpected use of photography and the dimension that's happening here, you know? I think, mm -hmm. yeah, a book cover, right? Like with that A, very interesting, unexpected use of typography and photography. Yeah, there's, there's sort of a bursting out of, of this typography, uh, a breaking um, where there's depth. Uh, you know, it's sort of a peeling back that's happening. Um, you know. Oh yeah, I love the Washington yeah. Post with like the paper peeling back. That's awesome. And there's this idea of, of transformation in, in all of this, where, mm -hmm. where we're transforming um the medium uh but also you know there's a, a transformation along the journey of, of of this book and you know there's there's definitely some cleverness across this this board um be remiss to to not mention the uh the difference in in coloration between this this board and the the previous this one definitely has a cooler color palette that that relies a little a little bit more on on negative space and and um, cleanliness and then letting those those pops of color come through as as pops um, little little moments um, and and this one we felt was differentiating a bit from the uh, the standard sort of bright colors of the industry of, of the comparables. So just for our listeners, like pulling this and tying it to the, the, um, the brand attributes, how are you actually, you've got those in mind. And then are you like trolling the internet for, uh, maybe that's, sort of <laughs> that's uh, fine. scouring that's the nice. internet for these images that evoke those attributes do you have sort of like favorites or a library that you all sort of pull from or is it i mean like the internet must just be like the best tool for this work yeah we use the internet yeah there's some of that where where we're just scouring the internet um we 
like to do some some stuff in in real life as as well you know we we as we were in portland we mm-hmm. we looked at the the window mm-hmm. of several bookstores and and discussed you know what was nice. working what wasn't took some photos um you know there's some some pinterest in there looking at various blogs and and um what people are saying about these and and how they fit in in the context of of culture but also you know how the visuals fit with with what we're uh what we're proposing for the attributes so you want my reactions oh yeah (laughs) yeah i think y'all like in terms of that triangle makes total sense um in terms of like these directions um yeah i respond to both of them like the nurturing the journey color palette like we talked about like how much of like the design museum to bring into this and i think nurturing the journey that feel does a good job like through color and just through our sort of like and through that like creativity and and passion of like when i think about that i do think of like how do you express that like oh obviously through color you know, through um, a lot of color. It's not a rainbow, obviously, but, you know, there's enough to kind of build some excitement. So I think I definitely am drawn towards more of that color palette versus the the dig up and dive deep. The red, red and um, orange are, are the color of passion. <laughs> but I, I think all those colors together, you know, is what I'm more responding to of, um, you know, that, that mix um, versus the, the the dig up, dive deep. Now that said, I'm like so into the uncovering and the physicality of the dig up and dive deep. Like the Washington Post thing is so awesome. I mean, like, let's give a round of applause to whoever designed that <laughs> cover with like the paper peeling up and making a word um as well as like andrea said like the a like kind of popping through like the physicality of that i do like more than just sort of like the flat um the flatness um but you know i do dig the photography and how that's incorporated and that does give a little bit of depth there's an element of like scrappiness that i think is also pretty neat and i think you know the writing and what's in the book comes off of like trying to figure this out. Nothing's precious. We're a scrappy team. If we screw up, we'll recover, we'll adapt. We used to say that like, and I think it's actually in our core values. Yeah. That like our individual contributions are not precious. Like we just, from the beginning, Derek and I wanted to make sure that anyone on our team, like didn't think that what we said was like gospel and that it was like, carved in stone so it's like the individual contributions aren't precious but like what we create as a team is precious um so i'm definitely feeling that on the right um, yeah and the journey isn't smooth and i i think right the term scrappy i think is great for that that direction mm-hmm. you know there's there's scraps of data yeah, yeah. literally uh, yeah um, literally <laughs> which you know, speak to the the roughness of the path and, and the journey but it it creates this mm-hmm. 
this elegance and, and beauty. There's beauty in the in, in the uh, in the disruption. There's there's beauty in the scrap. Yeah, that's making me. I, I can't remember if I mentioned this in any of our chats, but I've always had this image in my mind of the museum, and I've used it to kind of describe what we did. With like, there's this like beautiful like window, you know, and you can like look through it, and the glass is just like so nice. And then we just like shattered <laughs> that window and like disrupted that glass. But then we sort of like took those pieces and like put them back together and made this sort of like stained glass, like something else that was beautiful, but that was different. And again, that's comes to this whole like, you know, making me think like, okay, not a window, but like a piece of paper. And we just like ripped it up and then we like taped it back together in a different way. And when we saw that, we were like, this is also beautiful, right? Like the other thing, obviously it's been thousands of years of looking at that same piece of paper, the museum way. And then this was sort of like, it could be different. And yeah, it's held together by tape, but that's okay because there's passion behind it. And so I'm totally, you know, vibing on like the, you know, take something, rip it up, break it, put it back together, kind of vibe on the right. I, I like the the the, the clean windows, the clean planes, panes of glass shattered and and then put together into a, a stained glass window. It's, you could call that the broken windows theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no, the, or, hey, it's a, a, a mosaic. Theory. Yeah, this is definitely a stage where, you know, we, we send out the deck and it's something to, to sit with and, and mull over and yeah. come back to with a, a glass of wine or something and just stare. Mm -hmm. What's the next step from here, basically? So basically we would, um, we'd wait for your additional feedback uh, after you have sat with it mm -hmm. for a while. Yep. And then once we received that, we would dive into finalizing, you know, a final creative direction. And then based on that, the design, the cover design concepts would pretty much stem from that final creative direction. <clears throat> When do you need the title? Yes. <laughs> yes, we need it. We need it. Now. What uh, what, yeah. what are you thinking now? Okay. So title-wise, and I, you know, you all can sit with these or give me your straight feedback now. Um, sort of built on each other. But anyway, so I've got Start, Survive, Succeed, a creative startup story. Um. And that really, uh, I actually talked about all these with my mom. Again, someone who's like my advocate and who like has seen the journey close up, uh, as well as Derek. I talked to Derek about these two, but he, Derek, really centered on the fact that it's a story. Um, and he was like, "You got to have the word story because you're like telling a tale, right?" Of like, and that's what set this sets us apart, as we've talked about from like other business books. And then, of course, you know, start. Survive, I think, is the key word here. And that's my mom kind of came up with that because she was like, especially for the first like few years and that like middle time, especially like when Derek moved on, there was this like survival and even COVID, right? Like surviving through these huge shifts in the business environment and then succeed, of course. So that's one. Um, where did my arrow go? Well, one thing that we were talking about is 
um, you know, normally in our branding process, the, the naming of something comes after the, what we just showed you today, the brand attribute, the brand attributes. Yeah. So, because, you know, you hold up your naming options to those attributes or, or to that final creative direction, mm -hmm. like it's, it's a little bit more in the, the creativity slash passion, you know, side of that triangle for mm -hmm. this approved creative direction that has these brand attributes, which of my naming options aligns with this strategy the best. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think where I'm going with that is you, you might want to take another a pa pass at this yeah, now totally. that we have everything fully fleshed mm -hmm. out, except for the creative direction. The, the yeah, yeah, no, but that, we kind of see sense. where we're narrowing in on. But I, you know, from our other books that we've done at the museum, at least it's that title and subtitle on Amazon. That's like driving the search results. Like, I don't say a hundred percent, but I guess I'm also just wondering, is there an opportunity to really think about what you want to have in that secondary, um, description, have that capture a lot of the, the search result aspect. And then if we're going to lean into creativity and passion, perhaps a little bit more, you know, can you be a little bit more creative with the actual title then? The don't don't buy this book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I'm hearing the yeah, title needs to be sort of like it needs to be memorable, unique and memorable to this. And then yeah, subtitle is does is probably work, one of yeah. these. It's the classic. Uh, what's the saying? If I had more time, I wouldn't. I would have written a shorter letter. <laughs> <laughs> how do you get right. all that down to like one two maybe three words that are the intriguing bit all right clearly i have more work to do on this title the team makes some great points i need to push it i'm going to push it to be more intriguing we're going to do this but we have our brand attributes and i love them expertise passion creativity and we're going to own that space in the middle of that triangle and we have two creative directions, nurturing the journey, which is colorful, graphical, with a bit of monotone photography mixed in. And then there's dig up, dive deep, which is characterized by physical layering and depth of materials. They almost look three-dimensional. Like I said, I'll post all these visuals on the blog on printmag.com. So be sure to check those out. With this work, Proportion has laid out a lot for me to consider. The next step is for me to dive deep into these and reflect on what's working for me, what isn't. Proportion basically needs my reactions and feedback in order to finalize the creative direction. So my next step is to think through all this and as usual, talk it through with my wife, Nicole, to get her thoughts and her responses to everything. So next week, you'll hear that conversation and the big decisions on creative direction and I think we're gonna nail down this title as well. I believe in us. The proportion team will then share the final creative direction and we'll be ready for some visual design of actual covers that they're gonna show. So I cannot wait for that. That's gonna be so cool. Inside Front Cover is written and produced by me, Sam Aquilano. Our theme music is Creative Week by Immersive Music. Thanks for listening and we'll talk again soon.